Today in Canadian History for June 22nd, I'm Mark Affelt. John Diefenbaker served his second day as Prime Minister on this day back in 1957. Yes, I know, second day. Diefenbaker led his progressive conservatives to win a minority government, breaking the 22-year reign of the federal Liberal Party. Nicknamed Dief the Chief, Diefenbaker led his minority government until the election of 1958, when his PCs won the largest majority that the Canadian government had ever seen up until that point. By the 1963 election, the PCs fell to the Liberals, this time led by Lester B. Pearson. This was due in large part to conflicts within the Progressive Conservatives sparked by differing opinions regarding Canada's relations with the United States. While Diefenbaker only led the country for six years, he had a long and successful career as a politician, serving as the Member of Parliament for Prince Albert, Saskatchewan for an uninterrupted 26 years. To learn more about Diefenbaker's legacy, I spoke with Dr. Michael Atkinson, the Executive Director of both the Diefenbaker Canada Centre and the Johnson Choyama Graduate School of Public Policy, located at the University of Saskatchewan. Diefenbaker doesn't begin in any sense in 1957, for example, when he becomes Prime Minister. Diefenbaker's legacy is much longer than that. And, and the, the, the renegade in power, the firebrand from, uh, from the West, that doesn't come automatically either. That comes out of his heritage. It comes out of the West. And, uh, and remember, before Harper, I mean, uh, notwithstanding the fact that, uh, that Mackenzie King and, uh, and Wilfrid Laurier both held seats in, in the West, uh, this is really the first Western uh, prime minister. And, uh, and so the West now, I think, treats John Diefenbaker very fondly. I mean, his, his reputation inside this province, at least, couldn't be higher. It, it, it isn't just those six years. It's, it's much more than that. And, and his legacy is, is much greater than a, than a, uh, a kind of failed uh, majority government followed by minority. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, he managed to accomplish a great deal in that, uh, in that relatively short period of time. I think a strong case could be made that uh, John Diefenbaker was the prime minister at the point when Canada became a modern state, or at least began to acquire the attributes of a modern state. And I say modern in this case, not because uh, necessarily because of the welfare state, which was really to follow. Although, you know, during Diefenbaker's period, the broad outlines of the welfare state were were clearly being drawn. Uh, but also, and, and even more importantly, the kind of multicultural state that we are kind of used to in Canada and, and, and acknowledge without any, any difficulty now, he was very much uh, the person who, who gave birth to that whole idea without necessarily coining the terms. And you point to one of those instances, the, uh, the um, enfranchisement of, uh, of on-reserve uh, Aboriginals and uh, First Nations peoples. And the same thing goes for, uh, for the appointment of the first woman uh, as a member of, uh, of uh, cabinet, the first uh, first Nations member of the Senate. A lot of firsts associated with Diefenbaker as he, and, and this goes to his own heritage, as he opened up the country and, uh, and began, uh, interestingly enough, a very, very committed monarchist and a very proud of the British heritage, but not in any sense, um, con- you know, not, not a person who felt that that's where it all ended. Uh, a person to take us kind of beyond dualism, and yet at the same time a one Canada 
person, you know. So a man of, of contradictions, but a person who I believe set the stage for the kinds of well, the kind of society that we have now, the kind of the kind of multi multi multiplicity of identities. That was Mr. Diefenbaker all the way. Today is a day full of Canadian history. On June 22, 1813, Laura Secord walked 30 kilometers to warn the British of a pending American attack. John Lesage and the Provincial Liberals won an election in Quebec on this day back in 1960. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. And now it's time for another Canadiana quiz. Prime Minister Diefenbaker's grave rests just outside the Diefenbaker Centre at the University of Saskatchewan in Saskatoon. Can you name the only Canadian Prime Minister whose final resting place is not in Canada? Is it John A. Macdonald, R.B. Bennett, Louis Saint Laurent, or Robert Borden? The only Canadian Prime Minister not buried in Canada is R.B. Bennett, who was laid to rest in Mickleham, England.